0: Hello and welcome back to our study of Pnenei Halacha, the teachings of Rabbi Yezim made Shlita, coming to an end of a week, and also the end of a chapter where we spend quite a few lessons on myths b'anadam which are extremely important. So let's continue where we left off yesterday, dealing with the question of how much can one say publicly, specifically in the media, about public figures. B'nosef l'kach, k'ashem ba'adam So when we're speaking about a wicked person, an evil person, who is likely to have people that will follow him and let's say people that could get put in a bad way or will follow in his evil ways. Even if he's not in a public figure or in a public position, as long as he has influence on the public, and there are people that follow his opinions and his actions, which are evil, mitzvah l'saper b'genu so. One is required, it's a mitzvah, to let people know of his evil ways. V'chein emmer chazal, quotes a tanchuma, kashem sheh misaseik ba'olam. In the same vein, the way Hashem is busy with the praise of righteous people to spread that in the world, kach misaseik ba'olam. Hashem also is busy spreading the knowledge of the evil people in the world so that people should know. In the story of Pinchas and Zimri, in the end of Parshas Balak, the beginning of Parshas Pinchas, that story with Benos Midian, while the Torah at the same time praises Pinchas, also mentions and publicizes Zimri ben Salu in a negative light. negative light. Pasuk Mishle says is that we remember the memory of a tzaddik, of a righteous person, is for a blessing, but the name and the opinion and the reputation of the wicked shall rot. It's not so much that the tzaddikim have the ability to overcome the wicked in the world. The righteous don't always have the, the ability to overcome the wicked. We would think that any interaction between or any combat between a righteous person and a wicked person, the logic would dictate that it should end up that the wicked people will come on top. Why is that? Because there are many obstacles, again, in this battle, just speaking figuratively, and that a righteous person has obstacles what type of moral and ethical obstacles who anya khol shakari doesn't have the ability to lie mkovin klom al khama who anya khol haferasam if there are rules of engagement rules of battle he's not able to abrogate them feayn tamid yel rasha yithron and the rasha will always the wicked person will always have something extra in upper hand who yakolha fitch kare mal yrivo who yakolha fersa kolim kashada vermoilo feayn tamid na tser the wicked people always come out ahead because they don't play by the rules. And they don't have to follow the rules or they choose not to, whereas a good person, a righteous person, does. However, ultimately speaking, there is a benefit, something extra, that is for the righteous people. And that is, is that he can categorize and he can classify the wicked person as a wicked person. And since, as we've mentioned, the different categories, and if someone is classified as a Russian, and then you could publicize his bad deeds, so it would seem that this classification as a Russia will cause a weakening of his support, and it will strengthen those who oppose him. Therefore, if the tzaddikim will follow the proper path, they'll follow the general rules, then they will be, they will be victorious. However, if the tzaddikim want to kowtow to the Rishonim, they're afraid of them, they want to, to flatter them, as we've discussed in previous chapters, and they don't want to classify the Rishonim as Rishonim, then they have no upper hand. They have no road to victory. Very difficult things. And again, we're quick to label people, but we're talking about Tzadikim, Gemurim, and Rasham Gemurim, people who are bona fide wicked people and bona fide sadikim. And he ends this chapter with the following words. May it be the will of Hashem that true Tzadikim but brave sadikim, should rise and through their love, their deep love, of the nation of Israel and for every Jew, they will have the strength to stand against those who are wicked, to uproot their ways, and to save the Jewish people with love and with mercy and with compassion. And maybe also the wicked people will repent and return in tshuva. And they will recognize and they will know and everyone will know that the real kingship belongs to Hashem. And through clinging to Hashem's Torah, this can bring improvement to the world. So this is quite a heavy ending to this chapter. But I think as we have seen, so many important principles of how we treat one another... But even when it's difficult and we're so righteous to say, oh, I don't want to say anything negative about someone else, but sometimes you have to. But we have to make sure that when we do so, that we're doing so properly according to halacha and, of course, with the right intention. So brings us to the end of this chapter, the end of this week. Thank you so much for joining us. Hope everyone has a restful and peaceful Shabbos. Shabbat Shalom Bebarach. And we'll see you, in Tzachem, next time. Next week, as we begin a new topic and the teachings of Eliezer Melamed in the Peninei Halacha. Again, Shabbat Shalom, and we'll see you back here next time.